This is Austin, Danny, and Will. Powered through 88.1 The Berg Studios. On demand on 88.1 The Berg SoundCloud. Now, here's Austin Lane, Danny DeBach, and Will Ortner. Hello and welcome back in to the Austin, Danny, Will, Danny, Austin, Will, Will, Danny, or Austin, whatever order you want to put it in. But Some this is the show. It's the it's the show of note, and we're on week whatever week it is. We're five we're question mark six. I think something. it's six. I think it's five. No, it's six. It doesn't really I think matter. It's five. It doesn't no, really matter no, what week no, we're on. It's six. Is I'm it week pretty six? sure it's five. I have to. I'm confident it's six. I right, promise well, hey, you. Hold well, on. Let's okay, do Okay, let's go to the rule book. It's the it's, longest it's, running podcast I've ever been on. I think that's 100% factual. Yeah, Easy. It's, it's the, the longest one we've ever four. done. Yeah. No, Without that one's doubt. no helpful. We're number, this is number six. Whoever the. Nope, this Danny is five. Pre- what? Ooh, what? He seems pretty confident. See, because this is. So this one here on the 10th is number three. And then you go up to this one, which is last Saturday, because you know we're on the sports that's Saturday right. double that's feature. Right. That's four. Well, now it's Danny. not a double feature anymore. So this is five. It actually is a double feature this week. Danny's getting a little confused yes. because first couple didn't get uploaded. Uh, we were just getting some test runs going. That is right. What? We did have like what? two uh, little, uh, what do you call that, focus grouped runs? Sure. What? Yeah. We what? had some focus. Yeah. What are you talking about? So this should be our eighth show. Something like that, but well, oh they'll never hear. A, they'll the never people, hear a pilot. To the fans, it's it's number six, right? Well, yeah, it's yeah. number five. It's number five. What? Oh, this is the fifth. On. Okay. And the first thing we do on every episode is a warm up. This week's warm up. Would you rather? <laughs> but me, me and Danny talked about this earlier this week. It's it's a touchy. You never subject. talk about these with me. I'm sorry. I feel left out. You get to tag along to all my interviews and stuff. That is true. I totally do that. I'm your you, cameraman. You're my hard drive guy. I'm your hard, yeah. You're without, my SD card guy. If it wasn't for me this week, we would have been in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Anyways, the warm up this week. Would you rather be the coach or the best player on the team? That depends. On what? Is it college or is it uh, pro? Well, it's just sports in general. No, it, it actually matters because if it's college, your answer I changes w- really. A hundred percent. Okay. Because if it's college. I want to be the coach because I get to make all the money and I get to do all the different things off my likeness. Okay. Whereas if I am the player and it's, the you pros. know, pros, yeah. I'm 100%. I want I to be the that. best player because I get to make billion-dollar deals with Nike and whatever else LeBron does. I get to make my own movie with Bugs Bunny. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it actually it completely changes for me. I wouldn't change it. For college or pros, I'd always be, I'd always want to be the best player on the team. See, I think that would be cool, 100%, but I'm also greedy and I just, I have to pay my bills soon. So, <laughs> money. That's fair. Danny? I want winners. Whoa. I want people that want to win. I don't care in what facet or shape or form it is, I want winners. So, in regards to the question, do I want to be the player? Or the coach, the best player. It's it's not the just best a player, player or the yeah. best coach. Everyone's just something a tells me you're gonna say coach. I want to be in the best position to win, and if it if it has me being a player, then I'll be a player. But if if that best position for me is being a coach, then I'll be a coach. My the main goal in sports is to win, nothing else when it comes to competition. That's why if I had to choose between the two, I would choose the best position for me to win. So you don't care based off of like money or like it 
depends on if you're going to be a winner in whichever situation. Yes, yes. The the main goal is to win. That's it. Nothing else. You really threw me a curveball there. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I would have I would have expected like an answer like coaching or player, but basing it off of winning is interesting because by that logic, if you were the coach, wouldn't you always put yourself in the best situation to win? Whereas a player, you have external uh, like things that you can't control. So unless you're LeBron James, you don't have a decision on who your GM trades for and who they pick in the draft. So then logically, wouldn't you say you lean more coaching than you do player? Here's what I would say about that. I would look at my skill sets and what is the best way for me to contribute? How can I apply myself into helping the team win? Because if it's a team game, then then there has to be some component that I fit better than, than others in order to help the team win. So I would say if it, be, if it comes down to something I know I'm skilled at and I know that I, I'm superior to, to other people, then I would say player. But if it's more of a leadership aspect, then I'd say coaching. But the main goal is to find the best position to win. That's it. So it, it's really a, a difficult question when you when you ask in general, is it a player that I want to be or a coach? Because all the main goal as a as a sports figure that I have is just to win. All right, there you have it. Danny's talking about just winning. You know who won earlier this week in a big game? Not Robert Kraft. <laughs> Not Robert Kraft. We'll get to that later. But North Carolina Yay! won a big game over Duke. The main story from Wasn't that. Wasn't even close. Zion Williamson yeah. with a, <laughs> with a knee seconds. sprain out for the game in the first 30 seconds, like you said. Breaks through the Nike shoe. Paul George, never hey, buying hey, I'm sponsored by Nike, one. so. No, you're not. I'm never buying another Nike shoe again. Oh, well, wait. Got- it's on my feet. Ah! You know, I, it's hard for me to support Nike because – I'm a big uh, UW football fan and big rivals with Oregon. Oregon's obviously. Is UW not Nike? UW's Nike, but Oregon is like the Nike hub. Like, Phil Knight started in Oregon. No, 100%. I understand the story. I'm just saying, but they're a Nike school. So, like, they get like 90% of the benefits. They just don't get Uncle Phil. That's true. But I still don't like I don't know. I'm wearing Nikes right now, so I can't really talk. Uh, a little Nike, a little majestic action. I yeah, see you. Majestic, okay, okay, okay. Well, the pants. Okay, okay. Yep, Ni- yep, I think yep. the sweats are Nike. They are. Really? They okay. Are. Let's see. What do I have on? Oh, Nike. We're all wearing Nike. Nike. Pants. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Nike. Nike. See, oh, my God. Nike. I'm all Nike. Oh, all my God. I am all Nike. Oh, the look. shirt underneath this is Nike, Look too. at this. This is Nike. Are you wearing Nike underwear? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we're all wearing all this Nike. Nike. But Nike has a problem. But if we were Zion Williamson, we would just tear right through all of it. I mean, I'd Our like to think, Zion, I'm bigger than Zion. I think I can tear through some stuff. I like to think so. We're not talking about Nike anymore. The real question here is, is Duke vulnerable to, in the March Madness bracket, which is all that matters in college basketball? Yes. You know, North Carolina showed everyone that, or actually, we'll, we'll just leave North Carolina out of this. Duke showed everyone that they're not the number one team in the country if Zion Williamson is either out or you could say shut down. So because he was out of the game, I think it showed a lot of teams that, hey, maybe if we double team him and shut him down in March Madness, we could go for that upset. So is Duke vulnerable now that everyone has seen what they're like without Zion? You know, it, does that open up the possibility? Yes. To yes. double teaming and taking him out, and then we saw what they're capable of, which is not much. 
Well, even if you double-team Zion, you still have to guard against... This isn't just any other basketball team. This is a Duke basketball team that has plenty of, of talent and, and depth. Where? They got blown out by North Carolina. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to completely agree with Danny here. You have the number one player on most draft boards, Zion. You've yeah. got the number two on most draft boards, R.J. Barrett. And you've got another cast of crew to make out the second coming of the Fast Five. I don't have them off the top of my head. But here's what I'm saying. It's a rivalry game against North Carolina. So both sides are going to be keyed up. All of a sudden, like what, 30 seconds into the game, you lose arguably the most dominant player in college basketball in the last five years. By far. Maybe since Anthony Davis. I don't think anyone has been as dominant as Zion, right? And so instantly, right then and there, you have to find a way to completely change your whole game plan right at the start to find a way to win while you're worried that maybe your teammate just tore his ACL, his MCL. You're trying to figure all that out against a more veteran crew in North Carolina. North Carolina has multiple guys returning. I'm not worried about it at all. It's been said from my understanding that Zion was already up jumping around, so I think he's going to be fine. And then when you go out into March Madness, anything can happen anyways. So I don't I don't think if you shut down Zion that it's game over. No team has really shut him down aside from his, you know, sneaker to the floor. Everything has been you let Zion get his points because he's gonna get his, and then you try and shut down RJ Barrett. But you really think that the number one college basketball team in the country, Duke, went it's into now Gonzaga. <laughs> well, at the time. It'll be Gonzaga. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it will. But at the time, number one team in the country went into that game with a game plan against North Carolina that went down the hole, gone out of the window because Zion got hurt? You think their whole game plan was based off Zion? Oh, It changes it 100%. It changes how North Carolina is going to cover people. When you have someone as big and as fast and as athletic as Zion, you have to figure out... How are you going to guard him? Because there's no one else in the league that matches up with him because if you go with a quicker guy, he's going to outmuscle him. If you go with a bigger guy, he's going to use his speed to beat him. Now all of a sudden you can shift your main focus onto RJ Barrett. Now RJ Barrett is getting double teamed. RJ Barrett isn't able to do what he likes to do, making, you know, getting ball movement, shooting his jumper that he's got so solid. He's a good three-point shooter. Now all the defense is focused strictly on R.J. Barrett. That changes everything. You have probably with a guy like Zion, you probably have 20 plays a game designed specifically for him to go out and do what he's supposed to do. Now those plays are gone. You have to figure out what else you're going to do. It showed that Duke's bench, to me, is weak. That's what it showed to me. It's you don't have someone. Obviously, you're not going to get Zion. They are vulnerable. Everyone's vulnerable, though. Everyone's vulnerable. It's basketball. It's why we love sports. Anyone can lose. Sports is sports. There are some people out there, though, that will pick Duke in the tournament just because Zion's in there. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm telling those people now, you're going to lose the bracket challenge. Duke will not win the tournament. Really? Because they're going to double-team Zion now. I don't I don't think simply double-teaming Zion is what's going to make or break this. Because the nice thing about it is when you double-team Zion, someone's open. He's just got to make the pass. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, that's... And 
to Will's credit, that's that's how Duke is going to win the championship. I'm going to say it. As someone who has grown up not being much of a fan of this Duke team, Duke it is, is going February to win. 22nd. You cannot say who's going to win March Madness on February 22nd. Duke is going to win the national championship. It's as much as it pains every here. bone in my body, all 256 bones of my body. I think that's right. Isn't that right, Will? Dude, I'm a comm major. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I haven't taken a science class since freshman year. Oh, okay. Well, all 256 or however many bones in my body. Get a fact check on I'm that. going to say this right now. Duke is going to win the national championship. Duke has a history of choking in March Madness. I mean, technically. They, every they, year you take Duke to the Final Four, they lose before the Sweet 16. Technically, they have a history of also winning it. Let's not forget Christian Leitner. Coach, oh, boy. Coach, 10 years ago, they were good. I think that's 20. 20, 20, but 20 years ago. Didn't they win with J.J. Redick? Exactly. They won one with J.J. Redick, yeah. didn't they? Coach K's won one within the last five years. Probably. This is just like the New England Patriots. They're always around, and that's why everyone gives them a hard time because they're always <laughs> within contention. Dude, you can't say that today. We can't. Oh, <laughs> I Patriots just walked, are getting I a little bit. I walked into that. <laughs> People are mad oh. at the Patriots a little, a little bit more today. Whoops, right. whoops. Well, I think they're just mad at old Robber. Oh, whoopsies. Bob. I didn't. I walked into that one. All right. <laughs> I think so did he. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough, enough. Okay, uh, moving on. Next thing I want to talk about: Mariners spring training has officially begun yesterday. They were up 5-0 on the A's before the game got rained out today. First televised game, 8-1 to on a bloop home run, I would call it, in the ninth inning for the Athletics. That was their only run. A uh, couple guys looking good on the team. Shed Long, the 23-year-old out of Alabama, looks great already. Kyle Seeger hitting a double. Mitch Hanniger with a two-run home run in his first at-bat. And I, I hate jumping to conclusions based off spring training. Oh, boy. So I'm Mitch not going Hanager's to do that. Hanager's going to hit 168 no. <laughs> home runs. So I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yes. going to be that guy. <laughs> You're Averaging right. I'm not, a home run a game. I'm not going to be that guy. But I, I will say that it's good for this program, the Mariners, to be able to see these young guys performing how they are. And I'm, I'm not saying, you know, they're these great players because they're doing good within two games. But even to go out there in the first game for Shed Long and have like a multi-hit game, it really boosts the confidence and the chemistry of the team all around him. And spring training is such a fun time for me because it's kind of like watching the NFL preseason where you get to see these guys who probably won't get to play for a while, if not ever, in the majors. Um, but when you do get to watch them here in spring training, they, they are fun to watch. And I, I think these guys are going to step up and have a winning record. In spring training or like in the, the regular, regular season. season, but specifically ah. looking at spring training, I'm just saying, you know, what what should fans expect? Uh, I think fans should expect typical Mariners baseball. You have a couple old guys, uh, Seager, Haniger. That's it. Uh, Healy a little bit. Healy's oldish. Mm, I mean, he's got he's a couple. He's got a couple there. years. He's pretty bad. So here's the thing. He's like 24, but he's got a couple years. So. You have a couple guys who have been there before who are going to try and show the rooks the right path, try and teach them, groom them into being a better team. I think that's kind of what the plan is from DePoto and all those guys up in the front office, right? But it's going to be a tough year. You're going to lose a lot, and I fully expect that. I hope 
that when you traded away your Sugar Diaz's, your Robinson Cano's, Gene Segura's, you went out and found a younger version of those players so that in two or three years we will be on the right path. Because when I look at baseball right now, I think baseball, if you're in a small market like I would say Seattle is, you need to build through trades and through the draft. You need to create a great farm system. Look at what Kansas City did when they won all their games. Look at what Houston has been doing yep. when they've been winning Chicago. all their games. Chicago, exactly. So you need to go out and find these good players when they're young and when they're cheap because you can't afford to pay a guy like Bryce Harper for bajillion dollars that he's asking for. So lots of losses. Yeah, I think I think fans should be happy uh, based off this season, not on the record, but what you see out of the young guys. 100% agree. 100%. I, I, I almost think it might be a good thing if we do have a losing record come September time because that will let the AAA guys get their call-ups and play because when you're in contention, you don't bring those young guys up from AAA to get playing time. You're going for the playoffs, and that's where we've kind of been two out of the last four seasons, maybe three out of the last five. Um, but this year – if you do take a step back, you will get to get some guys playing time later in the season. I think that's a plus as well. So I think fans should be happy if we see improvement. Yes. Not record-wise, but playing-wise. Uh, over the year. Yeah, yes. over the year. Not not based on last year because obviously it's not going to be as good as last year. We had, what, 89 wins last year, which usually is right there, like, some some years well, even we a had wild the best closer team. in the game. Yeah, you were winning games. There were a lot of games that you won that you should not have won last yes. year. Yeah, oh, and it was just unlucky ever. that other guys so we won. Yeah, so we took a step back in the offseason. Now, if we take a step forward during the season, that's what I'll be happy with. Here's my question. Yeah, is there the possibility that we can have an all star in Seattle this year? Yes, Mitch Haniger. Mitch Easy. Haniger for- easily an all star. Uh, Marco Gonzalez isn't a bad pitcher. You know, if he goes he out and he. To do- He's he got, needs to do better. He needs to make his name known. A hundred percent. His name is yep. not known yet. But I mean, I as a casual baseball fan, who else is on that pitching rotation? I can't. I can't think of anybody. You know what I mean? Like you're the, the new ba- signing the from guy. Japan would have to start taking some names. But Kikuchi is supposed to okay. be some phenomenon. So you're so. looking at Kikuchi and Marco Gonzalez as your top pitchers. Those are the reasons yeah. that you're going to go to the ballpark. And you know what? Like maybe. It's a possibility. You don't know what you're going to get out of Japan. Like, Shohei Otani lit the league oh, on fire, goodness. like, the first month, yeah. and then he was average after that. Yes. So maybe he does it for us, Danny. Maybe Marco or maybe Hanniger. There's you know? another player on the team that can make the All-Star game. I don't think will, but can, Kyle Seeger. He's he? lost 20 pounds this offseason. And if he adjusts on that Brett Boone diet, if he, yeah, exactly. Oh if goodness. he finally adjusts to the shift, he will be an all-star player again. It's yeah, it's only been five years, but he'll adjust now. <laughs> that, Sorry, that I'm the unoptimistic Mariner yes, fan. I You're know. the optimistic. We're like the uh, hey, whoa! I'm not that optimistic. We're the uh, no, we're you know the uh, he art won't make the all-star. Oh, well, maybe the art people. You know the art. You get the smiley face and the frowny face. I'm the frowny face, and you're the smiley yeah. face. And then Danny is the drawer. The Mariners, they're they're going to have their worst season in history because they have no, no. depth. Whoa. Their, their worst, worst season, season in, in history. history. Pump your brakes. What's the worst season they've had? You're talking like They've had record. 100 losses in a season. Oh, yeah. they're going to And have, they are not going to have 100 losses. No way. They're going to have 110 losses this season. No. no that's not possible. They're having 110. 109, go- sure, but not 110. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. They will be... 
they will be to the point where 110 isn't possible by the end of July. They'll have all of August and September to play. And no. if they and if they lost every game in August and September, they still wouldn't no, have No, I don't even losses. think they're going to no. be the worst team in the West, to be honest. The Rangers will be. They're easily. Well, and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, you know. Might be. They're, they're not. Better, eh. But the Rangers are horrible. Yeah. Look at that Rangers team. We have a better team on paper and on the field than the Rangers. On grass, sometimes turf. In T-Mobile. Yes. Can oh, we, yeah. like, veto T-Mobile. that? Safeco! T- T-Mobile The problem field? with What's T-Mobile, it it's T-Mobile Park. The problem oh, with it... Get, uh, the problem uh, with it right now is when you say Safeco, you automatically think Safeco Field. That's right. 100%. When you say, I'm going to T-Mobile... You think about you the think third best. The, I think <laughs> you about think going, you're going to Vegas. To the, no, you think... What? Vegas? Vegas. You What's think you're T-Mobile going to Vegas? the T-Mobile store to fix your phone. Yeah, uh, I think, <laughs> I think about not getting service. When you say, I'm going to Safeco... Nobody's going to say, oh, you're getting new insurance today. What's no. the really bad name that they have for the station? Like, the there's a thing that they're saying. It's something the about T-Mobile the pink. Park? Yes. It's like oh, they're trying uh, to call it, like, the pink. Or I've like, heard the T. I'm really afraid to say what it what I've been told it is because, one, it could be wrong, but also it's kind of offensive. I'm just saying that they should think, not think do their something. I don't remember. What I saw was get uh get to the pink or come to the pink or something like that. Like just stay away from that slogan, please. Yeah. Don't go there. Don't, the house no. that Griffey built is also a, a valid Or Knee House. Or Knee House's oh, yes, place. Yes. Yes. T Mobile is a trash name and then they're making it worse. They should name it uh. Edgar Martinez Field at T Mobile Park. But since when have Ooh. they ever named ballparks after former players? Not the ballpark. T-Mobile, uh, excuse me. The field. Edgar Martinez Field at T-Mobile Park. It's like the it's like what the Huskies do. The Huskies do Alaska Airlines Field at Husky Stadium. Ooh. How many? Well, That's how a good many, idea. How many touchdowns did Alaska Airlines score? Uh, so they they have about money. yeah. Well, no, they think about it. They they have they about a million flights a year, so you know that's a, a lot of touchdowns. touchdowns. A million yeah, touchdowns. That's about. that's a lot more than the Huskies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, they, they have a new quarterback. A lot more than the Wildcats too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, okay. We're not roasting all right, each other's turn, turn He's off, roasting the Huskies. Turn, all right, turn off the Facebook Live. <sighs> Austin and I have to fight now. We're still we'll talking back in baseball. We're, we got to come talking back to baseball. Talking. Back to baseball. Back I'm to sorry. Baseball. I'm derailing. The okay. derailer. Back to baseball. Manny Machado to the San Diego Padres. This Ooh. move looks like Robinson Cano to the Mariners. This move so, looks stupid. Yeah. So <laughs> is he taking the money over the winning, or is he actually trying to help – a San Diego ball club get back to the playoffs, a place they have not been in a while. You know what he's doing? I know 100% What's what he's he doing? doing. He's taking two years where he plays with San Diego and they lose a lot of games. They realize that it's not, you know, he doesn't translate. He's going to translate to like maybe one or two extra wins because it's baseball. Yeah. One player doesn't make as big of a difference. They're going to realize they hey, measure that on the we wins can't above replacement. Exactly. Yeah. And, and most guys will max have five a year. Exactly. So that's not a whole lot. That's like Mike Trout. You're going to look at the team and realize that the owners don't have enough money to pay some dude $30 million a year to keep losing, and he's going to get traded to the Yankees, and the world yeah, power is going to donate. He's getting the John Carlos Stanton treatment. Sorry. Or what was his original name? John Carlos Stanton? No, it was Joe Stanton. What? What? Google it. 
Seriously? I'm gonna blow your mind. It was okay. Joe Stanton. Yeah, hundred oh percent. Y'all talk. Y'all talk. I've been talking a lot. Y'all talk. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. Hang on a second, Austin. I'm gonna. I'm coming after you, man. I'm coming after you. Why? Because Manny Machado plays played for the Dodgers before he came to San Diego. Okay. Confirm that, right? Yes. And each year, going since they're in the same division, it's Manny Machado going to San Diego and seeing how anemic that team is. And within his heart, something was telling him, this team needs to win. First of all, the city just lost their football team. They, they don't have the Chargers anymore. L.A. It'll has them. Someday. And hopefully the, the Chargers come back to San Diego. But for now, they just lost their football team. The Padres are all the city has. Well, maybe the AAF new team, the San Diego <laughs> Fleet. Okay. Hey, that's a great team. I guess. That's it, the team. That's my team. Don't yeah. you make fun of them. They've got GNAC people. Also, it was Mike Stanton, not Joe. Mike Stanton, Mike Stanton. But, but here's my point. With him seeing how badly that city needs a winner, that's why Manny Machado is going to San Diego. Because he wants to see that team win because he has noticed how how much of a desolate city that place is without a sports franchise to cling after. That's why Manny Machado is going to San Diego. Maybe but he wants to see SeaWorld. we just got done saying, and disagree if you disagree, one player doesn't make a difference on a team. Sure, he might be an attraction to some free agents in the future, but it's the same as Robinson Cano and what just happened with the Mariners. You're forgetting. Yeah, we so just we- signed Robinson Cano to a huge contract, and we we had our chance to make the playoffs, and he didn't make a big enough difference. Two, he even made right. a bad difference on the team by getting suspended all of last year. 100%. Actually, to play devil's advocate, because this just popped into my mind, I would say, though, that the signing of Robinson Cano did lead to a new, I don't want to say, like, feeling in the city, but it led to more excitement towards the Mariners. Sure. And then you sign Nelly Cruz, you go out and trade for Hanniger, and and still don't make the playoffs. A hundred percent, you didn't. So it never mattered, anyways. But at the very talking like this because you started it, and now because I'm gonna keep doing this because it is fun. Um, No, but in reality, he went out and we signed him, and it was a dumb contract, and he did not live up to what we signed him for. But it did allow us to go out, and I don't know if it's because of this, but you go out and you sign Nelson Cruz. You go out and you trade for Hanniger, Gene Segura. You draft Edwin Diaz, Mike Zanino, guys that made differences for your team. And I might, yeah, we didn't make the playoffs, but they got you on the right track, and now I don't feel like we're that far out. We're two or three years out, maybe four. Whereas, you know, before we signed... Robinson Cano, I I was just hoping Ichiro had 200 hits a year. Well, yeah, the difference between us signing Cano and the Padres signing Machado is at least the Padres have a farm system right now. We didn't even they have are a farm. young. Yes, we didn't even have a farm when we got Cano. Yeah. So it is it is a little bit better than the Cano signing. And we have a new owner. Yeah. Uh, Bowser. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo owns us. Not anymore. Oh, I thought they'd, I thought they, they have minority some... owners now. Oh, I thought it was Nintendo, so that <laughs> when the one guy left, it just became Bowser. No. I'm getting run by Bowser, baby. <laughs> no, but, I mean, the Padres Bummer. have a couple young guys that can, can still improve, can still impress, but I don't know if Manny Machado will push them over the top, especially no. in a tough division. 
Nah, Dodgers. Not gonna do nothing. D backs are gonna get good here soon, if not this year. That's an assumption. Giants are yeah. I love, bad, I love my but Giants, but no. Uh, didn't no. they sign someone? Giants? No. Yeah, we got Andrew McCutcheon, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. That was like last year. Oh well, okay. Shows you how much baseball I pay attention to. All right, let's talk basketball. Okay. Basketball, yes, is my favorite sport. I love the way they dribble. The Lakers the are a very mediocre team, yeah. and they have the best player in the NBA on their team. Yeah. So, is this proof that this year's Lakers team uh, is this year's Lakers team proof that it really hasn't been just LeBron all, after all? Because we always look back and say those Cavs teams were good because of LeBron. The Heat were good because LeBron. The Cavs were good again because LeBron. So why aren't the Lakers good? Well, so first off, you have an older LeBron. You don't have LeBron in his prime, mm-hmm. but you also have to look at it as before he got hurt, I think they were in fourth or fifth place in the playoffs. That's pretty good. The minute he got hurt, nosedive. I think if anything, it proves it more than any – like. It proves it to me because you have an old, tired, always hurt LeBron James pushing a team of basically kindergartners up into the playoff ranks. This was a team that was one of the worst in the West last year while promising. Now, you're probably going to make the playoffs. You might not be a home court advantage team, but you're going to make it because he's going to come back and now he's in playoff mode. And I think it proves it to me personally. Somewhere in there is my details supporting my hypothesis. Before the NBA season even started, there was a dark spot in my mind that said this. The Lakers are going to miss the playoffs. Why? Because it's the Lakers. You can put guys off the street and they'll... they'll and if you put them with LeBron, they'll still find success. Sure, the Lakers have been winning, but this season tells me this about LeBron. Will, you, you've been known to say that LeBron is better than Jordan. Yes. This over here, this season, is an example of why Kobe is a better player than Jordan and Michael is better than LeBron. Wait, did I say Kobe's better than Jordan? Yes, yeah. you did. I said Kobe is better than LeBron, and Michael is better than LeBron as well. How? In what ways are they better? LeBron is more efficient when it comes to scoring the ball. He gets more assists. He has more rebounds. He's going to pass both of them in points. He shoots the three ball better. He has more three-pointers made. He plays better defense and he's been to every title game in the last nine years. Where do they beat him other than the fact that they say they beat him? The rings. The rings. The rings. Yes. You're going to go with the rings. The The fact that Kobe won three rings with arguably the best big man ever, one of the best six man ever in Robert Ory, a Laker great in Derek Fisher, Then let's look at Michael Jordan. Let's look at the fact that he had the second best player in the NBA at that time on his team. Let's look at the fact that he had the best defensive player and rebounder ever for three of his titles. Let's also go in and look at he had Steve Kerr, one of the brilliant minds running the point guard. That's not even going into the fact that he had guys like, uh, I think it's Duckworth. No, Duckworth was a blazer. Who's the guy who had the stupid glasses, the goggles? Ah, whatever. It was. It was. He was a big man. 
I can't think of it. It's going to hit me as soon as we're done. I'm just saying, when you look at those guys, they had great players. Everyone tries to say that they did it by themselves. That's not what they did. Kobe won two titles with Pau Gasol and Lamar Odom. Those are really, really good players. Then you look at LeBron. He won in Cleveland with Kyrie. Yes, good player. Kevin Love, a shell of his former self. Matthew Dellabedova was your sixth man. When has he ever been good? Yes, in the Heat, he did have good players, and that's why you saw more title wins. In his Cleveland years, at one point, he the next best player on his team was his dad, Delonte West. I'm just saying. Like, he doesn't have anybody, and he still has better stats, and he's going to be the all-time point leader. That's what he's going to be eventually. And he's still going to be better statistically. He's going to be better eye test-wise. I just, Danny, I, I think you're no, wrong. no. No. The reason why people say that Michael and Kobe had more players is because... They did? Well, no. It was because they made those players the players that they are today. You're telling me that LeBron didn't make Matthew Dellabedoba an interesting name? What has Tristan Thompson done other than cheat on his wife since uh, LeBron left they, Cleveland? They did what has Kevin Love? What has Kevin Love done? Kevin Love, did you see what he did in Minnesota? Nothing. Yeah, he had to go with LeBron to win anything. What did he do? In Minnesota, he averaged he, 20 and 10 and missed the playoffs every year. points a game. 20 and 10, and he missed the playoffs every year. And that well, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade were shells of themselves after LeBron left. LeBron well, makes people great, too. Don't get me wrong. Dwayne Wade won a championship without LeBron. With the... Arguably the best big man ever, Shaq. That that's debatable. It is a hundred percent, but you can't tell me he's not top five. Okay, okay, I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Kobe didn't. And Kobe it wasn't did, against LeBron in the finals. Yes, it wasn't. Kobe didn't win once Shaq left until Powell came back. Kobe, no matter how much he wants to tell you he's a winner, needed help. Michael had to get his behind kicked. For two years by the Detroit Pistons before he got that killer instinct that everyone talks about. You know what I'm saying? LeBron doesn't tell you that he's... Well, he does, but he doesn't tell you in the way that Kobe and Michael tell you that they're great. He just proves it day in and day out. That's why I have such a hard time with people like that, with this argument. He's just more efficient. He's going to have more points. He's going to have more rebounds, more assists, and he's a better defensive player. Aside from steals, what's Michael got him in? Hang on a second. First of all, we, we see that LeBron playing in the West Western Conference, and it shows that his team isn't doing quite as well. Sure, there are injuries that also boost that stance, but LeBron played in the Eastern Conference, and who really was dominant in the Eastern Conference? Him. That That's it. Yes. No one had any talent besides, no one had besides any LeBron's talent. teams. There's no talent in the East. No. Literally they're, zero. They're anemic. The East is anemic. You put LeBron the in the East West is weak. and they miss the playoffs. No, oh, no, they do not. LeBron went out. Dwight Howard was arguably one of the biggest big men of his time. He used to destroy Dwight Howard. He went up against Dwayne Wade when he was great. He went up against Chris Bosh when he was great. He went up against Allen Iverson in years. Vince Carter was in the East. You want to look at it. Shoot, at times he went through Kyrie. He went through Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. He went through arguably my favorite, not arguably, he's my favorite coach right now, Brad Stevens. 
He shut down an MVP Isaiah Thomas. MVP? And that's MVP candidate, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. That's within the last, you know, five years, those last few arguments. LeBron has consistently taken below average talent and made it great. Name a star on that Lakers team. Oh, the Lakers would be bottom two in the league if it weren't for yes. LeBron. Kyle Kuzma is Lonzo a Ball. budding star. He's a potential. Rondo. Rondo's old. Not to mention that. A veteran presence. Let's talk about that. Rondo played for the Celtics with Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. LeBron mollywhopped them. You ran through them. Well, you got well. You you forgot two thousand and eight when they won their last championship. When he had no one on his team, his next best player was Anderson Verjao, and the only reason he I know decent. who he no he wasn't. Yeah, he was. His hair blocked more shots than his hands. Oh, give me a break! I'm just telling you, bro. No, it's LeBron. No. It's LeBron. No, no it's he Mike, is great. It's Michael and Kobe. Accept greatness. It's okay. Give it. Give in a little bit. No. No, They're going to go out in free agency this year. They're going to go pick up Klay Thompson. They're going to go pick up Kawhi. LeBron is finally going to have some people around him. Who knows? Maybe Paul George will realize, one, that his shoes are garbage, and two, that Russell Westbrook is a ball hog, and he'll come play for the Lakers too. They're going to be in a title run next year. Everyone knew this wasn't going to be the year. He's with a bunch of guys who one day might be able to be good. But that's it. You've got potential in Kuzma. You have potential in Lonzo Ball. You have potential in Brandon Ingram. But that's all you got. You ready for this, Will? Hit me. The Lakers this year and next year Wrong. They are going to miss out in the playoffs entirely. Wrong. I'm saying it right here now. What place are the Lakers in right now? They are in 10th place. They're going to miss the playoffs this year. How many games are they out? What? Two? Three? We'll need a fact check on it's that. The, it's the West. I'm fact Everyone is basically in the same boat. No. I'm no. not saying they're going to win the they're, title. Obviously, they're not. But they're n- going to make it to the playoffs. No. No. They're missing out on the playoffs this year and next year. You're so Even right. with whoever they, they add into the mix. No way, dude. It's LeBron James. It's He's the, the GOAT. It's the Lakers. They're garbage. Yes, but they have LeBron. And he can turn garbage into... Treasure. They're outside of the two, uh, the eighth seed by two and a half games. They're in tenth. They're outside by two and a half games. Who They're is the eighth seed? The Clippers. The Clippers are the eighth seed. The Clippers are the eighth seed. You really think that the buses are gonna let the Clippers beat them? Well, it's really, the, the Clippers are no. going to no. The Clippers are going to perform better down the stretch, and you have to take a look at the schedule. Who on the Clippers is relevant? You have to look at the Clippers' schedule and how easy it is. Do we have a fact check for the schedule coming up? So the you you yeah, don't know if it's easy or not. Schedule. You're you're just saying that. I'm just going off of the schedule. The Clippers have the easier schedule. There's a bunch how of do you, games left. How do you know? We still have trades that can be made. The trade deadline, didn't it already pass? I don't think so. Oh, yes, it did. Did it? Trade deadline already passed. Either way, bro. Yes. I'm going to pull Mac and Miles on here. Go get a real basketball podcast so we know what we're talking about. Oh, we we know what we're talking about, Will. Uh, not about basketball. Clippers' last seven games of the year don't look too fun for the uh, Clippers. Let's tell. Bucks, Cavs, Grizzlies, Rockets, Lakers, Warriors, Jazz. 
That's Ca- not real Cavs, fun at Grizzlies, all. Grizzlies, Lakers, who are missing the playoffs. No, they're not. Uh, you yeah, know yeah, what? Just like the Rockets were missing the playoffs. At the gentleman's the season, bet, right? Danny. Gentleman's bet. I'll bet you a handshake. Uh, I want on call cat dogs. He Ten. wants the nuts. I, I want what from is a the cat dog. A cat dog. That's the stretch where you go like that. What? I'll show you. He should have to do the next Will Ortner challenge. Oh, you have to sit in for me on the Thursday challenge. The Thursday okay. challenge. Yep. That's what we'll do. Interesting. Yep. Okay. okay. And then if I lose, what do you want me to do? Ooh. I don't know. We'll come up with, with something. All right. Lakers are making the playoffs. Lakers are missing. You're wrong. I'm right. They just beat the Rockets. It's that's, LeBron's that's already said it's playoff time, game. bud. That's one game. That's fair. That's one LeBron game. already said it's playoff time. That Oh, that's two games. That's one game. That's two games. It's two games two against games. better than average teams. They did lose I'm to the Warriors impressed. and the Pacers and the you're, Sixers and the Hawks. You're going to lose. Here's the thing. They're going to win tomorrow at four when they take on the Pelicans. They're yeah. going to win against the Grizzlies. That's their next game. 100%. Then they they play the Pelicans again. That's a three-game win streak. Well, four because they beat the Rockets. Anthony Davis question Then mark. they play the Bucks. That's probably a loss. You're probably losing. Then they play the Suns. That's a win. It's also Clippers. Look at this. Close game. It's LeBron. How can you pick against the greatest player to ever touch the hardwood? I just don't get the that. The Lakers are missing the playoffs, I tell you. They're in 10th <sighs> place right now. You guys are going to go back They're and in forth such all day. disarray. No, it's done. I'm at cutting this point. you off. Cut me off. It's, it's, it's done. become a yes or it's no It's done. Argument. It's just you Nothing and me more yelling at each other. Oh, come other on. than the fact that Danny's wrong. We can stick with basketball, though. Let's talk about okay. CWU. Well, men's and women's basketball. Okay, Even okay, okay. Men's are they're still alive. Are one loss away from being eliminated. They are we actually? We're still alive. If yeah. they win out, and I did think, we win on? I think if Billings and Western loses out, we're in. Did we win crazy. Thursday? We did. We really? Did. We beat, we beat Concordia? Concordia. We beat Concordia, who's oh. ranked now. Now at the place that we were, second to dead last. <laughs> Take that. How many teams are in the GNAC? Eight? 11. 11? Yeah. Heck yeah. We're in eighth place. And we got to be top six. Eat it. The rest of you below us. No, I think we're in ninth now. I think it's us, Concordia. Oh, no. Uh, 11, 10, Fairbanks. 9. You're yeah. right. Either way, ninth but, place. But if we win out. Catching up. And, Catching uh, the fever. It's hard. It's <laughs> tough. It's tough for us, but it's it possible. Is. Not going to happen. No, it's. It's not possible. It can it's, happen. It's okay. It can happen. Here's the thing. It's okay. It's going to be fine. It's, the, it's sure a will? good year to barely it's miss the playoffs. It's a good building year. Yes. Think about the amount of close games that a lot of young guys got to play in. They're not going to freak out. Poquette, Cola, uh, even Boykin to a degree. Mm-hmm. Oh, You've played in a lot of close games. And, yes, a lot of them you didn't come out the way you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So when I look at this team, I look at it as, yeah, you're going to miss the playoffs, but really, a couple bounces go your way, you're going to make it. So I'm not worried on that front. Now I'm looking at, you have a bunch of young players who got a lot of playing time in, like, you know, early on. They're building chemistry. They're building team bonding. They're going out there. They're knowing how they play. It makes it easier to make certain passes. You can do certain things trusting your teammates that you normally wouldn't do if you didn't play as much with them. I like where Coach Renta's going. It's just the beginning. No one freak out. We'll be just fine. 
but I do want to say that was a pretty cool dunk Fairbanks had on us. Yeah, that was pretty, <laughs> oh that was pretty nasty. That was pretty viral. Yeah, it was nasty. So uh, standings in the GNAC right now, you have St. Martin, Seattle Pacific, Northwest Nazarene at the top already in the tournament. And then at fourth, you have Western Oregon at 11-6, and six, who's one win away from uh, clinching. But outside of that, the next two spots that make the playoffs right now are Anchorage and Billings, which are 8-9 and nine in conference. Not good. Below 500. The GNAC our is time. struggling We this have year. a chance. It's our time. It's our time. If so, we win out and Anchorage and Billings loses out, we will make the playoffs. No. <laughs> no, I'm saying it. yes. That's, no, that's yes. what has to happen. Yes, but we're, we're but not. No, like, it won't we happen. already lost to Anchorage and Billings, I think. Yes, yes we did. We went one and one to Billings. Yeah, we lost to Billings rough. by a mile. By 40 points. And we beat them by ah, nine. Yeah. That was a good game where we beat Billings. That's yes. rough. But, it, yeah, I just want to talk about women's basketball. We'll talk about men's next year. Yeah, what, it's it was a good building year. Senior night, though. I mean, that'll be fun to go. Yeah, that's coming yeah. up next week. Yeah. Do we have any seniors? Are there, oh, we got Naeem and Naeem, uh, Malik Montoya, Drake Naeem. Rademacher. Is he graduating? He's been. Yeah. He's got eligibility left, doesn't he? I don't know. Perhaps, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Fact check that later. Yeah, we'll check. Uh, that is going to be Saturday, March 2nd at home at 7 against St. Martin's University. Catch the fever. Yeah. Thursday That's before right. that at 7 is the I-90 rivalry, Seattle Pacific. Yeah. That'll be a big game. Those are two of the top teams that are already uh, qualified for the GNAC tournament. <laughs> hey. So our chances are... Well, maybe they'll be resting. Yeah. Maybe they'll rest. That would be super cool be really for this funny. season, even if we miss the playoffs. To beat one of them? To No, to end the season 4-0. To beat that Concordia, would be something else. to beat Western Oregon this Saturday, tomorrow, to beat Seattle Pacific and St. Martins. I don't care if we miss the playoffs. That is That would be amazing. Yeah, I agree. Women's basketball now. Uh, in the uh, standings for the GNAC, let me check real quick. But women's basketball just beat, I want to say. Western. Western. We beat those Vikings. First time in CWU women's basketball history. That we have gone two and zero against Western in the season. Really? Yes. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. Before this year, I think we were like eight and fifty or something like that. We're eight and fifty against. Yes, dude. This what? is the first time ever that they have beaten them in Bellingham, beaten them in Ellensburg. Well, retire. Uh, what? What's her? Richard uh, Thornley's uh, name. Exactly. Retire. Time to retire. Yeah. Hang up the jersey. <laughs> her work is done. That's it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to hang up her jersey up here. I'm going to make a jersey in for Coach studio. Richardson's Thornley. And next uh, <laughs> next time we go, I will hang up the banner. So, Central Washington, oh, we got some good news. Good as news. I think we're in. As of yesterday, we we're, have we're, qualified for the GNAC tournament. last week. As Okay, as of last week. 11-6 and six overall in conference right now. And the next team's Western Washington, who we just beat, went 9-0 against their 9-8. and eight. So we're in. No, it was it was because of that win against. Western. Yeah, I thought beating Western. No, got us no. In. no, I already looked. I did the stats. I did my homework. Last how could week we have clinched? How how could we have clinched at nine and tiebreakers. six? And Western was we had tiebreakers. Was nine and seven. I was under the impersonation. No, that's wrong. Impression. I was under the impression that we clinched on Thursday. Well, bottom line is they clinched and yeah. and they're in. That's what's important. Yep. That's got to be one of the first times we've been in at least. To my knowledge, it's been a while. Yeah, I, I don't so. remember us being in in a long time. Not since I've been here. I'm in my third year here. Yeah, and I don't think we've been I, in. Yeah. I've been my first year here, and they've made it to the GNAC tournament every year I've been here. That's saying something. Yeah, it looks like you got to say a little bit. Hopefully, by the time you graduate, you can say that. Four for four? Yeah. 
I think they're heading well, in that hopefully. direction. I think that's what Richard Thorn- Thor- Ugh, Richard Thornley wants too. Yeah, easy God. for you to say. Yeah, I know, dude. You stole my joke. I'm so proud of you. You're just like slowly adopting. I'm becoming a mini. Well, I mean, I think I like to think that he's becoming a mini Austin and Will hybrid. He's making like the superior. Picking up on both of our best traits. (laughs) And cutting out all the bad stuff. Dropping the bad ones, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, CW women's basketball looks good this season, and they can be that dark horse in the playoffs. Even though Alaska Anchorage and Northwest Nazarene are both sixteen and one in conference, unbelievably, wow, uh, top heavy GNAC. Wow. Yes, you have sort of similar to men's basketball, where your sixth seed as of right now is eight and nine in Concordia, and then Billings at seven and ten, Seattle Pacific at six and eleven, all the way down. It just gets worse. But um, I'm glad we're on the the top half of the GNAC this year. Yes, I'm very glad. We're very good. We have a lot. I'm, from my understanding, we have a lot of juniors. They're yes, really we good. do. Uh, Alexis Pana and Sadie Mensing, of course, very good seniors. Yep. Top of the GNAC in different categories. I think Alexis Pana at one point was like top 10 in assists per game. But Kaylee Flores, Cassidy Malcolm, Kaylee Taylor Flores Shaw. off against the against Yes, the she did. Very well. You have a lot of solid star young talent that's going to be back for another year. Oh, so the chemistry I think, on this team is unbelievable. I think it just might be the beginning. Well, but remember... A lot of stuff that happened with this women's basketball team is what's having to happen right now with the men's basketball team. Mm-hmm. You saw people like Taylor Shaw, uh, Alexis Pana, um, Cassidy Malcolm, Kaylee Flores get time early mm-hmm. in their careers here and look at what it's built for them. I think Coach Renta is kind of following in Richardson Thornley's little game plan. Yeah. I'm going to call her RT. I'm tired of that. RT, RT. <laughs> RT. RRT. Randy Richardson Thornley. Yeah. RRT. Railroad track. Can I just call her Randy? Randy? I don't know. Is that offensive? Maybe. Miss Thornley, can you I call, call you? You wouldn't call Brandon. I might, if he allowed me to. <laughs> You'd have to ask her. Uh, I think I'd have to. Luck. I think I have to ask her too. All right, RRT, the notorious RRT. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next talking point. Let's get to our three big questions. Three big questions. Thank you. Question number one: Break dancing is a possible Olympic sport in 2024. Could you compete in it? Hundred percent, no. Cool, but dumb. If that makes sense. Danny, could you compete in Olympic breakdancing? Would First you get a medal? I would compete in sports. Well, after your uh, cartwheel. Oh, 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 come on. However, come on. it was a very good grind on me impersonation. <laughs> breakdancing. I think it's possible for Danny. He's got the frame for it. I think, well, yeah. No, he's athletic. I'm a no. I'm out. I don't work out. Anymore. You you and I are, are not in there. But Danny, did you have, do you have a cheerleading background? Maybe. <laughs> I think you, I think up. I think you could do it. I think you could do it. As a as a former cheerleader. Uh, I'm not even not even making fun of you for that. I honestly do think that it is possible for you to do it. I think you're strong enough while also being athletic enough and you like you're not too effort. tall. If, you know okay, I mean? so it's a possible sport in the Olympics by 2024. You can't tell me from you can't tell me 5 years of training this guy couldn't be good at it. Okay, That's five what I'm years saying. of training. I okay. think if you dedicated your yeah, life if you to this, you dropped tennis and picked up breakdancing and were that committed to it. I think you could do it. I could see you pop locking your way to a gold medal. You know, pop that's lock not a drop sport. It. <laughs> that's not a sport. I'm sorry. I mean, it's not, but it's, it's not, still a goal. It's in the Olympics, Olympics why, it's a sport. No. If I were to give my full passion, I'm true. doing it for a sport. I mean, so it's a competition, me, though, you'll dude. You'll see me in twenty twenty four playing Shut tennis up. in the Olympics, not breakdancing. <laughs> Question number two: 
Do you plan on going to an XFL game in Seattle? We yes. had we had the XFL in Seattle. Yeah, yeah an XFL. Team it's going to be in, in Clink. Yeah, what? like their, their games are going to be in the Clink. Oh, I think they're actually having like a preseason. They have an announcement coming. Yeah, yeah the they're. I think something. they're announcing their coach. A lot of people yeah. are saying Jim Zorn's got something to do with it. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I think it's Monday. So there's going to be some XFL news. Dude. Okay, I'm okay. a little excited. Seahawks Ring of Honor. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. the talk. I would have to have a little bit more to be impressed by before I buy in, because the first time we saw the, the XFL, boy was it a disaster. And that championship game, boy, it was a snoozer. You had it, it was just awful. The yeah. worst championship also game. Was this they made it to a championship game. This year's Super Bowl was a snooze fest too. So you you can't whoa, you whoa, can't whoa, take whoa. away. No 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 no. That was a great defensive game. You can't take away from the XFL for having one championship and it just happened to be boring. You have to let it play out a little bit more. Yes. Your your first Super Bowl might be boring, but your next 50 might be great. I'm telling you, for the first Super Bowl wasn't that great. I've watched it. No. I know Gabe Strasbaugh has watched that yeah. thing a hundred times. Oh, we Old Straws. Yep, and here's Bach over here, completely attesting to that fact. Mr. Podcast. Mm, to answer sure. the question, what I was would, the question? I would I'm go. going to an XFL. Yeah, 100. Yeah. percent Let's go. Let's, maybe, you want to tag? Tag along? I bet it's less yeah, than going. like an NFL game. Yeah, let's have some fun. Yeah. Do it. Let's. Uh, here's another thing. I we just do a of. show from Seattle. The Mariner Ooh. games. Why don't we do a show from the XFL? Here's another thing. I just thought of. Ooh, that's a good it. idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on it. We're here to open up. I have a. I have a thought. <clears throat> if Tony Romo had been a good quarterback for two more years, would he have now become an XFL commentator rather than the NFL? No, straight to you the NFL. You think he would have went to the NFL? Like, yeah. If, if he was a quarterback a little bit longer and this year, if he was going to be a commentator this year, if mm. he was deciding, like if he retired from NFL. football. He still unless, NFL. unless you're saying Vince McMahon's going out here. But think of his type of commentary. I think it's perfect for like XFL. I think the XFL right now is looking for guys like Tony Romo. Y- well, I think everyone's looking for guys like Tony, like Tony Romo. Everyone likes watching what Tony Romo's doing. Yeah. A lot of people like the announcing style that he has because – no one does that. People I'm are a little trying bummed. to do it, and they're failing, too. And they're not good at it. Like Witten and McAfee. Well, Witten doesn't work well with Booger. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. just it is what it is. Everyone's trying to find their Tony Romo. I think Tony's found his niche. I, yeah. I think he has. Easy. So. Final question of the podcast. Should the MLB expand to Portland? Yes. No. What? No. I'm fighting you right Let's now. Let's go. I Let's already go. wanted to fight a you. A tennis bro. player against have- a football player. Five minutes. We have five minutes. Yes. Five, five why? minutes to fight. Tell me no. Five Tell me why no. Fight. Portland is not a city made for professional sports. I'm sorry. Are you kidding Outside me? Outside of the Trailblazers, that's all that they, they should have. You're absolutely wrong. Soma and I are going to attack you. Portland's very similar to Seattle. and we Yes, it's no. It's not as big as Seattle. It's not a powerhouse as Seattle is. I'm yes, sorry. it is. Portland does not belong in the professional sports map outside of the Trailblazers. We have plenty of professional sports teams. We won titles before you, dog. Who? Well, when the Sonics win? 70s? Yeah. 70, 79. Yeah. Well, guess what? I think we won in the 70s, too. Blazers. But guess who but did? That was, that was who did win? Who did, guess who won before that? The Timbers. Who the heck are the Timbers? Soccer. The other sport that I you, count you, you only never, when I'm right. It helps me prove my point. <laughs> There's been so, baseball in Portland for millennia. Come on, I'm dude. I'm sorry. Portland I'm sorry. Pickles? Have you have you seen Portland Beavers? Let's talk about Hillsborough Hops, which is basically Portland. Who? Let's talk about the fact that have you seen the designs for mm. Portland to PDX? They look it's good. beautiful. 
You're going to be okay, hitting home runs uniform, into the beautiful it... Willamette River. It's awesome. Oh, no, no. Baseball does not belong in Portland. I'm sorry. No professional sports team besides the Trail Blazers rightfully belong in Portland. The I'm Timbers sorry. rightfully belong in Portland. They are. Who are the made. Timbers? They're a soccer team. I, you uncultured this swine. Time, this is the first time that you ever referenced soccer positively. Yes, because it proves my show. point. Yes, because it proves my point. I don't. I don't see it. I'm sorry. How about let's talk about the fact that the you Portland call it, Thorns, you call it a, a the Portland Thorns, type of a sport. I have, yes. The Portland Thorns won the very first inaugural uh, women's MLS thing, league. Yes. I'm hearing leagues I've never heard of before in my life. They're real. We have Alex Morgan. We deserve baseball strictly on the fact we have Alex Morgan and Tobin Heath. No, no. Megan Rapinoe's from Alex Portland. Alex Morgan is hot. I I, I will no, give you that. No, I'm saying it because she's a very good sports soccer player. No, you're just saying that because no, of her looks. No, no. Sorry, she is she's the, already taken. She is the best women's soccer player in the world right now. That's debatable. Now we're t- we came on here on the sports show to talk about who was the best women soccer player. Think here. about the rivalry we would have between Seattle. How awesome is that? The I five the I five rivalry comes back. It's it's a dry market. Portland is basically too far away to go up for a quick jaunt up to Seattle for yeah. a night game and then come back. No. Yes, no, it is. I You're do, not driving it. three hours to go watch the Mariners play on a Tuesday and night. The Sonics. That was a great, great rivalry. rivalry. And the Sounders and Timbers are a great rivalry great right now, rivalry. if not the best in the MLS. Yes. Oh, it is, hands down, but but I'm sorry. So you, you admit, have that with so baseball. You, so you admit. You would, you would that. admit that the Timbers are I, as a Mariners fan, want Portland yes. to come because no. we don't really have rivals right now. Who's our rival? Who, the A's? Uh, yes. Who, who, who do the Mariners fans the hate? Astros. They don't hate anyone. We hate the Astros, but it's only because they're Because they now. win. Because you didn't win. hate them when they first came over. No, if the Astros you were bottom of the division, them. we wouldn't hate them. Think about that. But you you have, have Portland, Portland yeah. against and then, Seattle. And then take no. Houston, put them back in the NL. Yes. I don't want them. Think about how great that would be. You could AL West with Angels. Oh, it would be awesome. Athletics, Mariners, Portland, and Rangers. That would be a no. fun AL West. That's to watch. a I do not great want. It, I would as a as what's wrong about Portland baseball. I would cringe when I see a classy organization such such as the World Series champion Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. I, I love it when they come to Safeco, but when they come to Portland, I just I I, I can't fathom that. I'm sorry. Why? Just, Baseball has been a mainstay in Portland for years, Danny. It is one of the best baseball towns in America that doesn't have a major league team. They could support it. You wouldn't have to move out of there within 10 years, and you wouldn't have to have the Starbucks guy come save you because they want to move you. There's no one getting anywhere near there like Clay Bennett. They have the money. They've been pushing for this for years, brother. They have a good group backing them. They've got support. They're already talking with the commissioner of MLB Baseball about getting the team. It's Manford, right? Yes. Rob Manford? Yes. yes. It's going to happen, Danny. No, the question is, is when? When you look at a map of the United States and Canada and Mexico, I guess you could say, and you see where all the baseball teams are located, there's holes in the map. Obviously up in Montana, but you're not going to put a team there. No, because they the can't support the it. Missoula, I don't know. You're high if you tell me that you'd rather watch so baseball big, in Missoula than So Portland. there's a big hole in Montana, but you're not going to put a team there. So no. the other holes are a little bit smaller, but they're still gaping holes. And it's Portland, 
Vegas, Montreal, Tennessee, Montreal. maybe even New Orleans. Montreal. That's, that's where teams could go. Montreal needs a team more than okay, any other Okay, so you're city. down for expansion. You have to have two teams. Montreal. They you had have to have two before. teams in expansion. Get them, get em, Austin. Sick them. You have to have Sick two em. teams when you expand. So where are you going to put the other team? I'm Montreal going... and? Montreal and, and Vegas. Portland. No. Yes. No. No. Vegas it. is not fighting for a, a baseball Vegas team. Vegas has a football team. They have a hockey team. That's Yes, so they, don't they need a baseball team. They, they can't support that. Vegas isn't big enough to support, to support that amount of love. Three major teams, but yes. Portland would be supporting the Blazers two and a half and the baseball team. Yes. No, and uh, Timbers are like Timbers. a half. Yeah, no. like a half. It's soccer. Yeah. I mean, come on. Okay. Sorry, so we're Peyton. looking. We're looking Grand. big three: NFL, yes. MLB, NBA. Yeah, you you got to put a team in Portland. Yeah, and no. Montreal. And Blazers Montreal. sell out every game. Montreal it's one and of the loudest crowds. No way. Why no. do the Canadians need a team? Montreal doesn't even want to be no. a part of Canada. No. They Here's, tried already with the Montreal Expos. Montreal wants their team back. Montreal and They Vancouver, tried already BC. once and it didn't work. Where else would you put a team if you expanded? New Orleans? Montreal and, B- and Vancouver. New Orleans would be cool. It would be, but uh, they I think, already have two teams. That's what we're talking about. No. But I think they could support it. What about Tennessee? Uh, where in Tennessee? Are you talking Nashville? Nashville? Nashville would be cool. Think about like the you got the Nashville okay. Predators. You could toss them. And then you have the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, yep. you could. I think Nashville could support another Memphis team. I'm just Grizzlies. saying. I think that if you put a team out, because you have to put a team out west. And That's east. just yes. Well, I'm just saying you'd have to have an AL of, and an NL. Yes. yes, you have to put an AL West team out here so that you can move Houston back into the NL yeah. where they need to be because they're a central based team and if you're looking at it you're not going to put them in vancouver because they'd have to play in a dome your i mean seattle can only hold one team you're not going to put them in the idahos or the montanas vegas already has two teams put them in portland portland already has the ownership group yeah you're going to be playing on the beautiful willamette river they have the site they have the sketches done it looks like a darn tootin good ballpark Expand the ba- the MLB to Portland and Montreal. Expand the NBA to Seattle and somewhere else. I don't care. Expand the NFL to Mexico City and London. I'm I'm what? all for expansion. What? Ex- expand everywhere. Oh boy. Expand to Portland. Expand to no. Portland. Expand no. every sports league. Montreal, right. please. That's going to be it for this week's episode of Danny Austin and Will. We'll be back next week. As always, the quarter's coming to an end. But our podcast will not be coming to an end. We're going to keep this thing going until they don't want us anymore. Till they kick us out of the studio. Till they fire us. Till they fire us. So for Will Ortner, Danny DeBach, I'm Austin Lane. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in to Danny, Austin, and Will. <laughs>